So this season, we have another series that we're talking about. Um, we're in this series, an advent of God with us. You guys know, uh, Emmanuel literally translates to God with us. And we are wrestling with the many ways that God is with us in this season, in our waiting, in our preparation, in the darkness. God is with us. And I think this week is a great way. The story lines up very well with this idea of what it means to wait. And I have to get this off my chest. I just told them, but I'll tell you too. I can't stand waiting. I am wildly impatient. Can you guys tell? Like, it's, I just like to do stuff. And waiting seems so passive. I'm always waiting to see what happened before it takes place. I literally just... Te- did a sermon. You guys probably, some of you were here for that when I was talking about our, our focus on the then and there instead of right now. Waiting has been called so many things, and I don't think I'm alone in disliking waiting. Show of hands, who hates waiting? Right. Nobody likes waiting, but waiting happens, even though it has a negative connotation. You guys have heard the negative connotations associated with waiting. It's, uh, it's like slow walking, right? It's, uh, it lacks agency. It lacks urgency. Waiting is compared to this mentality of ducking and covering, waiting for this all to blow over. If you guys want to see it in pop culture, you guys know that, uh, that musical, and it's on Disney Plus now, Hamilton. They make literally the villain of that story, like, waiting's bad. You don't want to wait for it because waiting for it means you don't take a stand. Action, man. Dramatic action is what we're all about. So waiting is frustrating. And what happens so quickly is often preachers, I'll include myself in that, have sometimes gone, well, there's a way to actively wait. That's an excuse I'm giving myself. I would rather do something. Action is the priority, right? Action is the desired thing. So I think about the wisdom. There is some urgency in these readings. Maybe we should actively wait. But my response to actively waiting is like, that's the kind of waiting I want to do. I want to actively wait. Let's do something. Let's, Let's go. And maybe that's a problem. Maybe my willingness jump towards active waiting should be analyzed, (laughs) should be thought about. I should probably ponder why I want to act instead of wait, because I know I can make an, an argument for active waiting, but the key word is still waiting. Waiting is the hardest part, as Tom Petty would say, you know, it's, it's a hard thing. I think in the season, especially as we're dashing through the snow, right? Hustling, bustling, getting presents, getting ready for the season, all this stuff. I think culture seems to say that staying busy should be a priority. Um, You've probably heard this before. You've probably said it. When someone says, how are you doing? What you been up to? What's the answer? Staying busy. And everyone goes, oh, Good. Good. Great. I'm so happy you're staying busy. Because Lord knows the worst thing would be, I've been thinking. <laughs> just just waiting and thinking. We don't want that. So you say, I'm staying busy, and people go, Good, good. I struggle with that because I just wonder if that's what Jesus intends for people of faith is just to be busy, busy, busy. 
I know I'd like to be, but I feel like Jesus is calling me to a longer obedience than just staying busy. Maybe he's calling me to a more challenging one. I think about uh, this text specifically. I'm a bit of a Bible nerd. Did you hear what Jesus uh, refers to in that day? The Son of Man will come in the clouds. You know Jesus uses Son of Man repeatedly. Repeatedly throughout scriptures. I actually counted. He says it 30 times in Matthew, 14 times in Mark, 25 times in Luke. Multiple times he's referring to himself then as the Son of Man. I am the Son of Man. That would resonate with so many people because they're very into, time-wise, the prophecies of Daniel. You know, Daniel in the lion's den. Daniel has prophecies about the Son of Man, and the Son of Man is coming. So that word would have resonated with so many people. But that word also has a time connotation. Jesus is the Son of Man. Jesus isn't going to be the Son of Man some other day. He is right now. So the day they're waiting for is this day. Are we aware that we are still in that day? We await Jesus' second coming, but I worry we sometimes focus too much on that. And don't focus on the reality that his first coming had a great significance. The Son of Man is here amongst us, dwelling amongst us. The cross is honestly one of the most important things in human history. It changed the world. I don't know if you guys know this, but you are here literally because of that event. It's a big event. His life, his death, his resurrection, the ministry that came from it still affects us today. I wonder if we realize that now, what we're doing now is a direct reflection of what happened then. I know we're waiting for then and there, but are we waiting about what's happening right now? Are we aware that now is important and that now includes the holy act of waiting? Regardless of our schedules, in terms of our faith, waiting and hoping is a priority. It's a time to remember what we're all about, to pause and ask, what are we hoping for? What do we hope the cross accomplished? What do we hope for this body? I'll share a recent story of a time when I was waiting, and there was a lot of hope surrounding that. Um, I'll start by saying many of us agree um, that waiting is challenging, but this one was particularly challenging for me. I don't know who can, um, who knows this, but my wife Emily was, uh, she had a surgery on Tuesday and it was a procedure that to the surgeons was very bread and butter. This is what they do. But it was still heart surgery. So it was through her leg, through a vein, and into her heart. They're like, it's fine. It's actually, if we did it in the morning, she'd go home at night. And I'm like, heart surgery? It's like that? And they're like, oh, yeah, it's, we do this every day. I'm like, okay. So we go. To the doctor, we go there, I, I see her there, I have my stuff, you know, I have her overnight bag, I get to see her to get prepared for this, and then um, I find out what her number is, you guys have seen a, a board sometimes of where they're at in their process, and it says, in surgery, and then this really awful thing happens, you have to wait. Ugh. 
I couldn't stand that. I, I literally was like, maybe if I sleep, as if that's going to happen. Right? Maybe I can just wait. Maybe I can skip it. Maybe I can skip waiting. But you can't. Waiting is important. Waiting is inevitable. Waiting happens. You've been in lines before. Waiting is just a thing. And what should we do about this thing that naturally occurs of waiting? We are called to honor that time. And in that time, I will be honest, I felt a whole range of emotions in waiting. In waiting, I think about, one, how nerve-wracking this is. In waiting, I think about the mistakes I've made that I don't want to make again. In waiting, I think about my wife's health and happiness in the future. I worry about things I've done. I want to make sure that it's okay after this. After this, I'm going to behave differently or something. I don't know. What's the deal I can make in this time of waiting? You're confronted with your mistakes, the outcomes you hope for. Really focus on kind of what's important because you want just health and happiness. You're confronted really quickly with what's most important to you while you're waiting. You're waiting for a desired outcome. Outcome of someone being okay. Outcome of your kids then being okay. That goes through your mind. For you to be okay. You think about the plans you've made, about the summer, about the holidays, about those things. You're like, I want those to be happy. I want those to be bright. I want those to be good. But you can't do anything about it right now. You just have to wait. The time of waiting, I could do nothing. And what was defining me as a person was honestly my hope. My hope that this moment would go well. Spoiler alert, she did great. She's fine. But I would be lying if I didn't say that waiting has its potential to be very transformative more than transformative, that time, separate from the outcomes, those moments of waiting are holy because God is with us in our waiting. The only explanation for that time's ability to have such an effect on us is God's continued presence through it. I want all of us to be transformed. I don't want everyone to have their loved one go to surgery for their heart. That's not ideal. I wouldn't recommend it. But I do want all of you to experience transformation. I don't think God's desire is for us to have our nerves racked. But I hope in this season of Advent, you have a specifically blessed time of waiting. Because despite my desires to avoid the action I can put in waiting, the inaction of waiting. There is a strength revealed in those moments of powerlessness, strength of hope, strength of God, that no matter what comes, the time of waiting is holy. I wish that for all of you, to consider in that time your hopes and your dreams, your priorities, and ask, what matters to me? What's of primary importance to me? Good Shepherd as a church is in a unique time as well. We've had retirements. We've had this response to COVID over the past few years. We have a new lead pastor. A new day is facing us. 
It can be painful as we face departures of beloved pastors, but right now, this moment is important. We cannot sleep through it. We can't go past it. We can't rush past it. What do you hope for with this community of faith? And I would urge you not to answer that too quickly. Wait. Ponder. God's presence. So what is God calling us to? Beyond questions of institution, organizations, building, this is an important time. What is God hoping for this place? More specifically, what is God hoping for, for anyone who enters those doors? What is God's hope? Because answering that question will help us answer questions about buildings, organizations, structures, all the details that come with this. But the waiting matters. Because one thing is certain. From the very beginning, as, as God said, but specifically, let's say, as Pat said before she left. Before she retired, Pat said, God is with us through it all. That should give us courage. That should give us comfort. It should encourage us to be people who wait and listen to what God is calling them to. At this moment, God is with us in the holy work of waiting. Blessings on the beginning of your Advent journey. Blessings on your waiting. Amen.